This is a download from motorsportingpubs.co.uk. Formula Pubscast with Paul Hadsley. Round 14, Singapore. Hello and welcome to the Formula Podcast Singapore Grand Prix, long one this race. So how long will the podcast be? We've got lots to talk about. Uh, for those who are listening back to back, you just heard us talk about uh, the end of the Italian Grand Prix and the issues that, that led, or that Mercedes had at the end of that race with tyre pressures. They weren't disqualified, Ben was right there, it wasn't a joke. Um, so that has led to a topsy-turvy grid with Mercedes being careful here in Singapore when they're down in 5th and 6th and Nico Rosberg as we watched the preview has already had issues stalling leaving the pit lane so will he make a start uh, on the tight grid here at Singapore so that's going to be an issue lots to watch for Sebastian Vettel on pole Ricciardo in 2nd place 3rd uh, place of Reichen and 4th place Kvyat 5th Hamilton 6th Rosberg so it could be a good race we've also got people like Rosberg, uh, Rosberg a new driver actually Rossi in the uh, Musha so how long will he last and Pastor Maldonado at the rear of the grid how long will he last in this grueling two hour Singapore Grand Prix which probably usually goes to time if we see a safety car instead of lats but anyway that's the intro let's uh, talk to people there's lots of people here at the Apre Bar here in Birmingham uh, just in the city centre of Birmingham to follow them at Apre Summer Row if you want to uh, find out and uh, do follow us of course at uh, Formula Pubscast that's me or at M Sport Pubs Brum if you want to come and join us and watch these races live all races live here. Apart from Japan, actually, we won't be doing Japan. That's a little bit of uh, housekeeping because uh, it's at 5 a.m. and pubs don't seem to want to open. Maybe I'll just sit at home and talk to myself and do a podcast. Anyway, there are people here today. Let's uh, talk to the usuals. We've got uh, Miller. Miller has uh, just arrived. Not really know much about qualifying, so you don't really know much. Not really too many out of date predictions by the time people hear this, you can make. But who do you think is going to win today? Can Vettel hold this? Has he got enough? Is he going to do a 2013 Vettel and just disappear out of DRS range? And by the time the Mercedes tyres warm up, I'll get to know a question eventually, Miller. Um, when the t- will Mercedes be able to catch Vettel is the question, and will they actually become strong, or will they actually, are they still being too conservative with their tyres? What do you think, Miller? I'm confused now. <laughs> Sorry. Um, in answer to your question, will Vettel pull away? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Oh dear. I'll ask, I'll, let me simplify my questions. That was my fault. Um, how, I was going to be all Mika Hakkinen about it. Yeah. How well do you reckon the Red Bulls will do? I don't know where they are. Second and fourth. Oh, Fernando's in 12th. Well done, Fernando. Yeah. Sorry, where are they? Second and fourth. Ricciardo second. second. Fourth. I think they'll go. I don't know. <laughs> I don't you you have a think about it. I'll talk to Rachel. Do you want me to come back? <laughs> this is great, insightful it's analysis. Weekend, considering they've just divorced from Renault. Yes, it is. So. I think that they might do okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think they'll both be on the podium. I think one of them might be, but I think he'll be in third place. Good. I couldn't say which one. So okay, good. Let's hope it's Ricciardo because he's having a season to forget at the minute. Anyway, thanks, Miller. You want to think about things I said, and we'll come back to you very quickly. Thought about it all. I've given you the answers now. We'll see. We'll see. There's Kimmy. In, was Kimmy stall again? Where is he? Third. Oh, that's good. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> one. <laughs> don't know why I went to him first. A Ferrari one two then. Oh, well, that's a good prediction for Miller. We got something out of him. Uh, uh, Mercedes aren't doing that well. Anyway, I'll, let me, I'll tell you about. <laughs> Nico's in fifth. Anyway, Lewis is in, no. Lewis is in fifth. Nico's in sixth. Sorry, got the, yes. And he's already had two stalls, which you didn't see. He had two stalls coming out of the pit lane. 
So that's Ooh. Nico, yeah. Anyway, Rachel, you know things. Do you want to predict things? <laughs> yeah, I think um, somehow we're going to win this one. Oh, you're watching the rugby. You're watching cricket last time. You're just our co- correspondent that watches over sports and if this was, was a multi-sport podcast I'm sure you'd be very handy it's not it's about Formula 1 talk about Formula 1 no 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 I do think somehow we're going to win this ok and uh, in, oh there's smoke coming out of one of the Mercedes there was that Nico don't know what that smoke was but uh, yes I mean is Nico going to stall on this uh, slightly tight street track he might get hit in the start finish straight yes yes I, uh, yes I'm really excited for all the big hits that are coming forward and the, and, 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 the, and like a radio DJ lots of tries and penalties um, and running rugby I'm going to talk to Ben we should hopefully see real safety cars on a track like this but uh, that's uh, another question for another time Ben uh, is this going to be a the topsy-turvy race we're expecting or are we predicting far too much excitement that the race can't deliver is it all our fault if the race is boring basically I think it's going to be a bit of a maul into the first corner and then uh, and then it could get it could be a bit of a, a scrum kind of you know around 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 that entrance into the tunnel things do get a bit kind of scummy around there yeah. uh, but in general I think I like the Italians I know they're underdogs and I'm not really sure why they're wear, wearing red but uh, <laughs> why they're at the front but will uh, Lewis Hamilton try or will he be more conservative it's a uh, rugby, I'm joining in with the rugby references there it's, it's, will he it's, hook around the corner it's, um, it's a conversion not a consolation ah yes well will uh, there'll be some penalties yeah, yes yeah. there will definitely be some penalties the FAL. but uh, Lewis will try <laughs> but will uh, Vettel convert his pole position into a win? Yes. <laughs> Anything else? Okay, Miller's got a joke that's going to be based on Wubby terminology. I'm hoping to see a first lap scrum. Yeah, we've already done that. We did. We missed that one. Say that. Wait again. Lots of forward passes as well. Yes, forward. Oh, we want to see lots of passes. We definitely want to see passes. No, we've done more. We've done more. Sorry, Miller. Okay, I'm going to go over and talk to people that talk about motorsport. Lyndon's over here. Hello, Lyndon, and Lyndon's friend. Okay, we'll get over that eventually. Um, he liked it last time. I do know. I do know, but it's like, oh, your food's arrived as well. So is this, is this food that you got food? Just at the time. Uh, just, so at the worst possible time, I'm going to ask Lyndon questions about the race. But um, how is Vettel going to do today? Oh, he's, he's, food. food is more important. This is not going very well as an intro, but uh, I'm enjoying it. So yes, yeah, so, um, if you could quickly, before you put stuff your face, tell me if uh, Vettel's going to win today or will the Mercedes come on strong? Uh... I don't think I don't think anyone could really challenge for much here unless there's something really goes wrong for somebody. And obviously there's gonna be a safety car at some point. But Vettel's very, very good at controlling a restart, so I fancy Vettel to win this. And he fancies Vettel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what about Rossi? He's a new driver, he's got V1 causing safety car, hasn't he? Yeah, possibly. I'd go for Pastor Maldonado. I find it ironic he's number thirteen as well. Yeah, well he cho- he chose that number. Maybe in in different yeah, <laughs> in, in different countries, it's uh, it's not a unlucky number, is yeah. it? So it's uh, in Italy, it's seventeen. If I remember, Ferrari hates seventeen. See, Pasta is universally unlucky, though. So and he is at the back, so he can like line them up like skittles and just forget to break and knock a few down. <laughs> we'll see. It should. It sh- I think it should be a good race. It'd be nice to see if Lewis can creep up a couple of places, but I think it's going to be a very very hard day. It's going to be conservative, isn't he? He doesn't need to do too much. I don't think Ricardo's going to win it either because he was on the ragged edge yesterday in quality. He really was, and I don't think you can keep that level up in this heat there but Ricciardo he doesn't like Vettel does he he's going to want to stick it to Vettel doesn't he so what sorry yeah, your food's more important <laughs> Ricciardo's going to want to stick it to Vettel isn't he because he's old teammate I kind of I kind of got hopes for Ricciardo today actually I think um, 
if he can get a good start, I think he could control the race, to be honest. So, him or Vettel for me today, to be honest. Okay, that's interesting. That's one that you two can debate because you have different opinions there. I've got to go back now because we're starting. Thank you, you two. Enjoy your breakfast. Breakfast? It's 1pm. Anyway, <laughs> Ben's gone. So is Ben not going to watch the start? Oh, he's at the bar. Well, that's much more important. We're coming up to the start grid now, so it's uh, time for predictions to become reality. <laughs> There's a little saying there. Any more you thought any rugby puns very quickly? Um, no, you haven't. No, 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 no. no. I, th- I think Wales will beat Uruguay and I think New Zealand will beat Argentina. Come on then. What? Um, <laughs> She's being annoying and it annoys me. I might edit her out. Uh, right, I just wanted to point out our little sweepstake that yes. we've got oh, going yes, for yes. Uh, Pastor Maldonado. So yeah. I've got 22 laps. I think yeah. you're on zero. Zero laps. laps. Ben's on. Ben's counting by corners. And Rachel, how many did you say laps of Pastor Maldonado? Ten. Ten laps. Okay, so we're at the start now. He's at the. He's at quite near the back. So he's gonna. It's quite near the back. So he might line them up like skittles. But the lights are on, and we're starting the Singapore Grand Prix 2015. This is Formula Pubscast on Downforce Radio. Formula Pubscast. Tweet us on Twitter at Formula Pubscast. This is a download from motorsportingpubs.co.uk. Check us out online and find your nearest venue, motorsportingpubs.co.uk. <laughs> Wow, look at that. The better wins, Ricciardo's second. Who expected that? Are you off? What are you going to say about the race, Lyndon? Lyndon's gone. That was the Singapore Grand Prix. Hello. That was the Singapore Paint Drying Grand Prix. Oh, it was boring. two hours. Bye, Lyndon. Lyndon's gone. So I can't even talk to Lyndon about it, but uh, that happened. Yes, two whole long hours. We just ticked the time limit. We got all the laps in. Two safety cars, actual safety cars as well, not just stupid virtual stupid idiots. And an actual stupid idiot on the, uh, on the track. Would you believe it? Miller. What a fool, winning across the course, a raving lunatic. What do you think about this man? The man, the thing that you said earlier, I thought might be funny for you to say again. It, what did I say? Oh, yeah, I just think he lived at the, uh, on, the, on the other side of the road. I think he was just crossing. Now, this is just how I get back to my flat, some sort of like protest. Don't have your F1 here. I live here. <laughs> Can I go home now, please? Yeah, that'd be good. I, I, I would happily have a race around my, my house. I would sit in my house and watch the cars. And, and why did he leave his house, is the question. Doesn't like F1? Yeah, he's stupid. He's a stupid it's not, man. It's not for everyone, no. to be honest. I'm I'm struggling with it myself sometimes, but there were some good bits on that. I mean, Max Verstappen's story is uh, one that was worth watching. Remember him? What happened to him? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, he started when he was a lap down, and then he did a a, a, a point. That was good. He did point. It was good. That was a good bit. And then there was a crash. There was a crash between uh, Hulkenberg and Massa. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that Massa couldn't have done anything about it. But he did lock up. I've been told that I'm wrong. Well, you know, according to the FIA, you're right because there's been a penalty. So to who? To um, a three-place grid penalty for, and since you don't know this, Hulkenberg. Oh, good. Okay. So I was right. Yeah, you were right. Well, according to the FIA, I just think it was Massa being stupid and locking up on cold tyres like an idiot. But the uh, guy who broke track limits, he didn't get punished, did he? Was that oh, science? Yeah. Science, yeah, that's a good point. When he overtook, uh, who was he overtaking there? Was it uh, Grosjean? Yeah. And he did put all four wheels off, surprisingly. And I'm happy about that because it was a good overtake, but they kind of went against precedent with the all four wheels off thing. Well, it, it, consistency only matters from time to time. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that they didn't, but 
it's the consistency that's that usually try to hone in but they haven't this time so good I, I don't know I don't know if you we just celebrate an overtake and forget that you know we can enjoy overtakes in form and we don't have to run to the stewards each stewards each time not Jackie Stewart don't run to him I think it was a good thing good good so you're, you're glad you came <laughs> yeah yeah. some stuff happened it was the start and the end kind of made you forget it but one, which was I thought he did exactly what I thought he would do and he just he disappeared he did he did. it was like 2013 all over again for most of the race I did, th- I did say last race that this race was this season's like 2013 all over again in that Lewis is being the Vettel but now Vettel is being the Lewis and also the Vettel and the Schumacher sorry <laughs> it was like yeah. Vettel's being the Vettel from 2013 yeah. isn't he because he stormed this half of the season yeah exactly but this race he hasn't stormed I anything. think that Lewis is being Lewis and Vettel is still being Vettel I don't think they've changed okay. that's fair enough and uh, well Lewis today was being nothing actually and that's quite crucial is that going to change the championship or just delay the inevitable it depends what this uh, engine upgrades for, for like for Ferrari they're saying that they've got level level field on the horsepower now but this is a slower truck so Japan will be the test so yeah that'll be a big test if they are still where they are then the championship's back on I think there could be something going on I think it's going to be a bit like 2009 like when uh, you know Braun had Braun had a dominant (laughs) Braun had the dominant car at the start of the season and McLaren and Ferrari came back at them at the end but it was too late they got enough of an advantage they may get Rosberg for second but Lewis is a bit out of reach even unless he has more mechanical issues I don't know. I just think it could be interesting into the season. Could be, probably won't be, but there's <laughs> potential. Be optimistic. There is potential there for it to happen if Ferrari are as uh, level as they appear to be here. Well, maybe this sort of track suits them, so maybe they'll be good at uh, well, what we got, Russia. It's a bit like this, isn't it? And uh, Abu Dhabi's a lot like this. Yeah, 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 pretty much. But Japan and, and Kota might suit Mercedes. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Kota and Japan, I mean, if there's a wet race in any of them, and Brazil. Mexico, yeah, no one knows what that's going to be like, but uh, unless you remember Nigel Mansell. No. I, I'm not Nigel Mansell. Are you not Nigel Mansell? Okay, good, good. Anyway, good. Jen, sweary Jen Holiday's here to Please sabotage the podcast. Oh, good. And uh, hello, sweary old Jen Holiday. What did you think about that race? Don't, because it takes a long time. How did you like that race? Your foul at mouth, Jen Holiday, with your swearing in the last podcast. Did you like enjoy that race? Did you enjoy it? It's all right. Yeah. Did, which bits did you like? The crashes or the overtakes or the Max Verstappen? All the exciting stuff happened when I went to <laughs> Wii, which happened a lot. Um, yeah, we went. To, you missed the man on the track because you were in the toilet. So there was a man on the track, by the way. I don't know if you saw that. No, I didn't. I saw someone going through a barrier. I don't know who they were. Was it Hulkenberg when he crashed? Uh, no, it was a person. Oh, a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was in, did we actually catch this person? I mean, how many penalties would you give him? I'd give him at least a 10th place. Maybe it was penalty. me, because I was out of the room. <laughs> you teleported over to China. Uh, yeah. China? Where are we? Singapore. Where is Singapore? Somewhere over there. Not there. Look, you see it. There on the screen. There's fireworks going off. So. No, but like, what country is Singapore in? It's a country of its own, Singapore. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. This is really... Uh, where's Singapore, Rachel? Um... Kind of not far from Malaysia. Yeah, it's true. That's why they have it at this end of the season. The next year it's going to be back to back with Malaysia, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Good. Got out of that grammatical hole, people, uh, geographical hole as well as that. But uh, yeah, I mean, did you enjoy that race, Rachel? And would you, uh, a stupid man on the track, should we have, should we keep one of them at bay at all races to make it more exciting? 
I don't know, but Facebook's saying that it's a bit like Flavia Priatori telling Nelson Piquet to crash. So well, having got just good this time, it would have been easier just to get a man on the track. And there would have been less penalties just to bribe one of his mates to get over the track and cause a safety cut. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's good. Good old Facebook. <laughs> so what was your highlight? Max Verstappen was good? Max Verstappen was very good. Um, he, he, he took advantage of all of the um, of, of all of the situations that came his way. The safety cars he did well under. So did science to be fair, it's just Max was a lap down, so it seems a little bit better. But science did a good job too. Yeah, yeah, he did. But I mean, Max converted his position from having stalled at the start, and he tried really hard as well to end up finishing in eighth position. And what, so. what about the penalties? Do you agree with them? Uh, no, I don't think Nico Hulkenberg should have been punished for his um, for his misdemeanour. But it's yeah, exactly. And um, but but they did make the right call on the Jensen Button and Pastor Maldonado situation. They, they gave no penalty, and they didn't even investigate uh, science overtaking while putting four wheels off exactly um, I mean I know you said that there was a precedent set but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not I'm just saying there was a precedent set I was sort of saying it in a doomed oh dear that's ruined that sort of way I wasn't saying it in a I demand that happen sort of way I am ha- I'm defending something you didn't hear on the podcast as well so it doesn't matter but I am happy that an overtake stands goodness me I never want to see an overtake I don't never want to see drivers not want to overtake in case they put a foot wrong you want to just in the moment you want them thinking about the overtake not worrying about a penalty exactly Thank you. I just defended that really on my back foot. I don't know why, because no one even heard that bit. I was in the middle of the bit when we weren't recording. Silly me. Anyway, so yeah, it was good in parts, weren't it? So there's enough going on. Carla Science, Max Verstappen, a few other overtakes, the Saubers, and uh, Maldonado. Button. That was the thing. For me, as per usual, it's the front that's a procession, and, and you're getting all the action in the middle. But it's interesting about Lewis as well, having to retire. But he could miss Japan and still be in the lead. Say, it's delayed the inevitable rather than change much, hasn't it? But uh, at least again, and that's if Ferrari doesn't come. But yeah, come forwards and become a threat to Mercedes. It's looking good, maybe for 2016. Then maybe Ferrari will be a challenge. Possibly, we'll have to wait and see. Well, I'm not. No, I want to know now. I am not patient, Rachel. But anyway, let's talk to Big Bat Ben Phillips. He's uh, having a chat with a few people there um, on his phone. Any updates from the world? You were uh, first on the Mercedes story, at least on this podcast. Any updates? Any post-race penalties you want to inform us? Fireworks look good. Uh, the fireworks were cool. Vettel was even more awesome. Uh, but um, some people still clearly don't want to give up on the whole you know Vettel wins at the front again and it's a typical boring Vettel win you know you less boring than the last race which is a typical boring uh, Lewis Hamilton win yeah I don't understand I don't think it really matters who it is it's I think with Vettel you just have to take your hat off don't you I mean you know when he was in the Red Bull it was a lot easier to say well you know, it was it, Mark Webber wasn't exactly. Yeah. Mark Webber's never come up against a proven driver in his career, I think, except from Nick Heidfeld for about and, two and Rosberg. of a season. Yeah, but Rosberg was a rookie back then. Yeah. So it's harder to judge how good Webber was relative to. Not great. Relative to, to <laughs> relative to the rest of the field, whereas with Raikkonen. Yeah. You know, when you see what Alonso did to Raikkonen last year. When Vettel is thrashing him in the same way, you know that Vettel is that good, plain and simple. And to win three Grand Prix in what is not the fastest car. The second fastest car. Exactly. It's an incredible achievement in any season. Do you rate Ferrari's chances of this the end of this championship? Or is it looking good for 2016? Or is it just a fluke of the track? 
My impression is it's circuit specific, but what, what circuits we got left is Abu Dhabi a bit like this. Is Russia a bit like this track? Not really. No, this is really one of the more mechanical grip tracks that we go to. Really, it, this is kind of on the Monaco, Hungary extreme of grip circuits. And although, to be fair, even with that considered. I don't think anybody saw Mercedes being as slow as they were this weekend. Is this just track specific or has the tyres got anything to do with this? Or will you, do you expect Mercedes to be back on pole and dominating next week? It, it, it could, it's most likely tyres are an issue or it could be that Mercedes have fallen behind in the development race. But I find it hard to believe that they would fall that far behind over the course of one race. It could be a bit of both, but so we'll just wor- have to wait and see. Worst case scenario... Oh, as they talk over the anthem. Um, worst case scenario for Mercedes, it could be a little bit like 2009 with like another team's coming on strong, which I've just said to Miller and he doubted, but could we have Ferrari perhaps even winning some more races, but Lewis just being too far ahead because of the progress he's already made this season? I think you're spot on. Oh, okay. That was a theory. I was, I was really just putting it to you. But, uh, you know, what tracks do you reckon will suit what cars? I think it's it's tough. It's tough to say. Yeah. I mean, you look at Spa, Ferrari weren't great. Monza, Ferrari weren't great. But there's not many tracks like those. A lot of the tracks that we're going to between now and the end of the season. I mean, we're going to Japan, yeah. then Russia, then we're going to I believe you uh, at Kota, then Mexico. They're all really kind of intermediate tracks. So. Yeah. I would suspect that Ferrari would find themselves behind Mercedes at those circuits, but maybe they'll be a bit closer than they were at Spa and Monza. So maybe there's a chance for Vettel to win races if but, uh, Mercedes slip up. Yeah. But it's say, is it this update? Because uh, Nico broke down last race, Lewis with this same engine broke down this race. So what they got to do? Go back in time to their old engines and be a bit slower, or are they going to fix this problem? Who knows? Oh, that's a good question. Well, so still, you know, thought this season was easily Lewis's. There's still a lot to think about then. Still some more surprises to come. I'm not sure. There could be. But <laughs> yeah. I, I, to be honest, at this stage, I almost feel like it, from the perspective of how well those top three guys have been doing all season, yeah. you cannot take anything away from Lewis and Sebastian and the efforts they've put in this season. They've had tremendous seasons, and I think Lewis has really had that kind of coming of age season where he's always had this in him but to I'm being distracted by that national anthem which is always a great one Vettel did some conducting which actually Michael Schumacher was told off by by someone high up in the Italian uh, government um, was told off not to conduct the Italian national anthem because he liked just sort of waving his finger like a baton and Vettel did that there so I wonder if he'll get the same treatment but uh, anyway carry on yeah, I, I think looking at it, it, it depends, you know, on how much this is tyre, tyres yeah. playing a part. I suspect it is. Singapore is a quite unique circuit. Yeah. It's quite unique conditions. I don't think we'll see anything like this across the rest of the season. But yeah. I think what you have to say is that no matter what happens between now and the end of the season, Lewis and Sebastian have been the two standout guys without a doubt. And. Yeah. For me, Lewis, you know, like I said, he's always had this sort of thing in him. But to go and produce it after winning a world championship, especially with how good Nico has been over the past two seasons, the opposition that Nico has provided Lewis yeah. in 2013 and then in 2014, 
this season it's totally different. Lewis has really blown him away at the majority of races. Well, he learned how to qualify for a start, which is his trouble last year. He had to pass Nico on track, which he hasn't really had to bother doing this year much. Well, well that's what's so incredible about Lewis is that we've seen the great racecraft from him, yeah. and now we're seeing him put everything together. Yeah. And it's just a testament to what a sensationally complete driver he is. But we have to look at Sebastian and say the same thing. You know, we saw the strategy play from him in Malaysia, which in all fairness was kind of enforced, but it's one thing to go for the gamble when it's enforced. It's another thing to make it work as well as he did. That was clearly the second fastest car that day. He won that race by 10 seconds. Imagine next year, they've both got equal equipment. That'll be one of the uh, classic seasons, and really Vettel versus Lewis, and if we can get anyone else like Ricciardo into the fray or or anyone like that, then it'd be a great season. It would be an incredible season. I think they're definitely the two best drivers in Formula 1 now. I think... Fernando Alonso, I know it's tough to assess him given the car that he's in, but I do think he's been overhauled quite clearly now by these two. Certainly will be in championships by Lewis by the end of the season, probably. And uh, then, well, next season we'll see who gets to four. Or gets the Lewis gets to four, Sebastian gets to five. But anyway, uh, going to have to wrap it up now. It's going to talk to some other people, but uh, not here next week, don't forget. So uh, next time we talk to you, you'll probably have more answers to these questions that Ben's posing. Oh, it's Eddie Jordan on the podium. I wonder why he went all the way there, because his BBC aren't live this weekend. So uh, he's off breaking his stories live on the, on the... Yes, yes, Miller, you're confused. What the hell is that? Eddie Jordan oh the shirt yeah it's a podcast I can't really explain the shirt it's purple with black uh, sleeves and uh, he's in the dark he's hiding in the dark so they've illuminated the track really well <laughs> I think it's purple I think it's purple but it's uh, yeah anyway it's not It's it must be local attire anyway maybe they gave it him to wear for the podium but it looks like they've lit up the whole track apart from the podium So, and the four fans there are enjoying it so uh, Johnny Walker John. <laughs> you missed the Johnny Walker you've been trying to spot Johnny Walker based uh, I don't know why anyway so that man can go home yeah that's true good good anyway it's been a good podcast Jen any final thoughts what did you what's your favourite bit of the race this bit this bit uh, Eddie Jordan that's great yeah uh, did you not enjoy the overtakes, Jen? I wasn't really paying attention. You lot, you did. You paid a lot of attention to me trying to take that picture. Oh, hang on. There was a bit where they all started farting sparks. That was a start, wasn't it? No, no. It was towards the end, and I got excited, but then nothing really happened. So. Again, the language. What? Because I said farting. Oh, that's twice. You don't. You don't make that. You do. You just produce sparks, or sparks happen. You don't. Fart. Oh, I said it now. Anyway, answer me this. Go on. It's all got dirty sleeves. Uh, well. Um, yeah. Well, that's obviously. He's been rolling around in the uh, runoff to try and get pick up extra weight. It's all marbles on his sleeves. Kimmy's clean. Yeah. Kimmy's clean. I think it's just the lighting. I think it's the darkness. No, I think he's got dirty sleeves. I think he might be subject to an FIA investigation because that dirt on his sleeves might put him over white. I tell you who I'd penalise in this race and I'd give him at least a 10 place penalty for the next one. Eddie Jordan for that. Eddie Jordan, yeah. And the man on track. I'd give him at least 10 places for the next race before he's allowed to do it again. He won't be there. He's, he'll be at home. That's true. 20 place grid penalty? Yeah, go on. Yeah. Give him a drive through. He'd like that. McDonald's or maybe Burger King. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that was my hilarious joke. Didn't go down that well, but uh, I've thought about that off the cuff. I'll uh, try and. Burger King have a drive through. I have no idea. We should find out. 
Okay, so that's one way to find out. Anyway, thank you for listening. That was my attempt at humour. And uh, probably I will edit it all out, and you've probably never heard that. But anyway, thanks for listening. It's been the Formula Podcast. What is it? Formula Pubscast? My own damn podcast. Rachel's going to say one last thing. It's the Multi Sports Podcast. <laughs> it is to you. Make your own one. You can do a side podcast next to me, and we can sort of cross over. Side podcast is a different thing. I can't say that. Um, no, but I like hijacking your podcast. No, not with rugby, you don't. Yeah. Will it be done? Tennis. Can I just point out, we're not here for Japan. No. So, will it be done by three weeks' time at uh, Russia or somewhere? I don't know. No, because the final's on the 31st of October. Blimey, that's a long time away. Oh, well, it'll be done. But Formula 1 will still be on after that. I think we go to the end of November. And then there'll be another sport. No, oh, there's always other sport, Rachel. There's always other sport. That's the trouble. I can hibernate after November until uh, April we start next year, not even March. Anyway, yeah, so we're not here next week for Japan, or there'll be no podcast, so uh, keep an ear out for the next one in Russia. I think it's the next race anyway. So uh, thanks for listening uh, and enjoying. It's been a long race, it's been a long podcast. It's been one of them days, but uh, thanks for listening to the Formula Pubscast in association with Downforce Radio, Motorsport in Pubs and all the other advertising basics. You probably, it's like the end of the Richard Herring podcast. You probably switched off by now, I'm just doing the advert bits. But uh, thanks for listening. It's been good and good. Uh, bye. That's the one. Goodbye.